Visit us online at www.thehype873.com. That's right, it's your girl Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on The Hype 87.3. Shout out to everybody that's always tuning in, checking in, and as you know, on Mondays and Wednesdays night, we always have a special guest that checks in with us, premieres new music, we get to learn a little bit about them, and tonight we have a beautiful young lady checking in. I'm going to let her introduce herself, because I want to make sure I don't get her name wrong. (laughs) How you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm great. I appreciate you. Uh, before I before I introduce myself, I want to say thank you um, for playing my song. Like I feel like you one of the first persons I reach out to, and you hit me right back with the communication. And I just I really appreciate you working with me, and, and you giving this platform for not only me but other people like me and other artists. So I just want to thank you for the opportunity. And I'm so excited Absolutely. to you know be your platform. Yeah, you're very but welcome. Yes, my name is. <laughs> but yeah, my name is. Uh, yeah, my name is Mikaela. Like I know, like I know people are getting like, "Hi, huh, what?" Um, but it's Mikaela, Mikaela Chanel. Um, I went with that because I thought like it was, you know, creative. It was, I, it was eye catching. It was like it, it, it brings you in. Like at first, it's like, "Huh, what's her name?" You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> that's what gets the ball rolling. And I need that, you know, because you, you want to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we gonna roll with that. But yeah, it's Mikaela Chanel. Absolutely. And I love that. Yeah, most definitely. One thing about being in this music industry or just, you know, any entertainment industry, um, it's important that you come up with things that are going to catch people's attention. And starting with your name is absolutely one of them. It's it's a name that people are going to be intrigued by. And they're like, okay, how do I pronounce mm-hmm. that? I don't want to get it wrong. That was me. So that was really dope. Um, let's just dive into that first. And then we're going to take it back and learn it a little bit about you and, you know, how you got involved in music um where did the name come from okay look so okay my my mom okay like just my my birth name um uh, my mom she claimed she was uh going out, trying to find unique names right <laughs> and uh she went she asked allegedly she asked my a cousin that lived in alaska never met the girl don't know her name don't know what she looked like she found the name for me and to name me, because she's going to name me Mia or Mackenzie, and, you know, and I'm glad she didn't. And um, she gave her Mikaela, and then my mom gave me Chanel. So, like, yeah, like, that's where it gets. So it came, I don't know where she got it from, um, but, yeah. And then growing up, I thought it was, like, you know, Hispanic is a lot, you know, Hispanic people, like, I would say it, and they'd be like, oh, we got it. You know, and they, 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 get, they, get, they say it spot on, like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? But as I've grown up and did research, it's, I've seen that it's Hawaiian, and you know, and, I, and I've seen other Hawaiians named that, you know, and Pacific Islanders. So, like, yes, it is birth. And yeah, I fought that because, you know what, let me tell you something. I was going to go about all these other names. Like, I came up with all these other names, <laughs> and I swear to God, either somebody, some, all these artist names I came up with, somebody will get it off. It will already be taken, or somebody that ain't been on Instagram since 2013 got it. Or then I'll go to the trademark part and somebody trademarked it. And I was just pissed off. I was pissed <laughs> off and I just said, F it. And you know, I was mad. And I, because my friend convinced me to go by my name. Like, you know, because remember, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Remember, you know, and I know you remember before me. Remember when Beyonce came on the scene? Yes. And, you know, people used to, and my friend Mark made that point. Like, you know, Beyonce came on the scene, people used to mess her name up. They used to call Beyonce, oh, that's ghetto. Remember that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so, and yeah, and so he, and then so my friend was like, okay, well, you know, yeah, your name get messed up, but they gonna learn to get it right. I'm like, okay, so, like, I had to, it took me a while to, to accept me just going about that. And uh, that's how I came about. And oh. honestly, I don't know if you're paying attention, but I see other artists. I'm starting to see like more artists go by their they, they real name, their yeah, government name. Their government name, absolutely. I don't know, I don't know why. Uh, no, why do you think that is, though, like all of a sudden? I think that. If I had to take a guess, I think that a lot of people are just trying to keep it true to who they are, trying to keep it true to themselves, because in this industry, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's a lot of cap. Mm -hmm. And a good way to express who you really are is just to keep it true to yourself by, you know, putting your government name out there. And you have a beautiful name, too. So, you know, Mikaela. Did I say that right? (laughs) Yes, beautiful, perfect. Yay. Yes, I love it. So, yeah. But you know what? I got so much, and I got so much, like, even growing up, it'll be, um, I don't know if you've uh, witnessed this, you know, but um, 
well, you know, when you have a difficult name, people try to come up like either with nicknames or they'll be like, oh, well, I've had people tell me, oh, well, I'll just um, call you uh, Chanel because that's easier instead of showing me the respect. Like, no, my name is Mikaela. Oh, well, I'll just call you Kayla. Okay. Like, no, that's not okay. And it, yeah, I'm serious. And like, as a kid, I remember as a kid, even little kids, these little ghetto girls got these ghetto ass names. Uh, can I cut on here? Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> these little ghetto girls got these little ghetto ass names, and I'm like, so y'all can say, uh, y'all can say Abracadabra, but y'all can't say Mikaela. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know. Like, yes. I just, I really just, I just had a girl this year at this hotel. I checked into her, and she said I was uh, checking in, was having a room, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, you're the girl with that weird name." No, I, she did. No, yeah. she didn't. Like, oh. Don't get another dime out of me. Like, no. Like, people are so openly, like, disrespectful about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, so, so you can't pronounce it. So now I have to accept something that I wasn't named. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm thinking now as a, as a grown woman, I'm putting my foot down. It's, no, it's Mikaela. And, you know, because I would get annoyed repeating it and I, I have to sell it and da, da, da. But now it's like, no, this is my name. And, you know, people don't get it right. So, That's like, right. yeah, I feel like it's it's a power move to, like, use it uh, you know, also as my artist name. Like, no, I like, know this is me owning it. I'm not accepting Kayla, but Kayla. It's not this, it's not that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Mikaela Chanel, period. Just like, y'all got Beyonce right. Y'all finally got her right. So, like, yeah, they're going to get right my right, too. I know that's right. Stand on that, sis, because it's beautiful, and that's your name. That's that's the name that your mother blessed you with, or like you said, it was your cousin who came up with it. So. Yeah, my cousin from Alaska, Tampa. <laughs> yeah, most shout out to her, for sure. <laughs> well, that is really dope. Well, listen, um, I appreciate you taking some time with us tonight. You know, I'm excited to learn more about your journey. Um, Let's take up back a little bit. Where did you grow up? Okay, so I'm uh, born and raised Dallas, Texas. Um, that's where I grew up at. I'm a Texas girl all the way through. Um, as I, you know, got older, I moved, started traveling a lot. I'm, I've put my foot on my roots in the uh, West Coast, like in the Vegas area. Now I'm being in LA, but I move around so much. Um, I was grad, I gra- graduated college this, uh, in October, uh, this past month. Nice. I'm grad- I have my graduate in December. So yeah, now after I say that, because, um, I want to go to campus somewhere. And, um, you know, but I want to pick a spot. Like, I may come to Atlanta. I may go back to Texas. Like, I don't know yet. But, yeah, but I did grow up in Dallas, yeah. I love it. I love it. Dallas is a dope city. There's a lot of talent out there in Dallas. Um, Take us back. What was it like for you growing up there? Uh, Okay, so I would say, like, I stayed in the suburb area, but I would go to school school in Oakland. It was kind of, you know what? Dallas has grown so much. I was just talking to my friend the other day about it. How Grand Perry, I don't know if you're familiar with that. You got Grand Perry, Arlington. Um, there's a lot of those places were just nothing but grass. It was just fields. And to see it grow so much, even downtown Dallas has grown. And I'm so glad that it's getting its sign. It's happening. But yeah, growing up was a little bit mundane. I'm not going to lie. Um, me personally, I had a, um, I grew up in a strict household. So it was very a school, school, school. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm the only child. So. It was just me. It was just very, like, structured and school. So, like, yeah, I didn't really, you know, mess around like that. But I've always been into sports and stuff like that. Okay, that is dope. That was going to be my next question. You already, like, kind of answered it for me. I was going to ask you before music, were you into anything else? And it sounds like you said you were playing sports. What sports did you play? Yes, I was in a basketball. I did cross country. I did wrestling. I've always been active. So yeah, I'll be in the gym. All the time, yeah. So like, I'm a, I'm a, I always say, even though I've been done this athletic so long, besides going to the gym, I'm still an athlete at heart. I've always been in extracurricular activities. Basketball was kind of like my main thing. How important is it to you, or how important was it that you were involved in stuff like that? Because I'm an advocate for that. I believe that we have to have our kids involved in like extracurricular activities because it helps them into adulthood. You know, how important was it for you to be involved in sports? Uh, it was very important because, um, like I said, I didn't have no siblings or nothing going on, so it was just kind of just me. I was at the house doing, like, on a computer or whatever, and it was, like, something else for me to do, something else for me to get into. Um, very important. And I'm going I'm to give you the bug. Like, even there was a time in middle school, I was failing all, like, I was failing <laughs> all my seven classes. The only thing I was passing, they considered banned because I was in the drum line. And I know I, I feel like I'm getting ahead of you, but I 
I, during that time in sports and me, like, I'm just letting you know how important it was for me to be, because that's, that, that was my lane. Like, even then, the fact that I wasn't even paying attention in class and all I cared about was making music and doing basketball and I didn't want to do nothing else. Like, I should have been in a performing arts school. Yes. You feel me? Yes. Like, but I wasn't. And, and it, it was so important to me because that's all I look forward to that. I look forward to going to practice, going to the games. I'm very competitive. So I, I love competing against people and I love, I'm very high energy. So basketball is perfect. We're up and down the court. So um, it was very important to me. Like that, yeah, like I said, it was a point in time. That's all I cared about. That's, that's dope. How did that help you transitioning into adulthood? Because, you know, I know sports, it's very structured. You know what? I, I It's been so long because it was, okay, so I, it was a gap. So my last time going to like school, school was like eighth grade. So Stopped going to eighth grade. I eventually started working. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of, I guess it kind of, I would say sports kind of, it doesn't make, it kept me on my toes a little bit. Like, no, I need to get in the gym. Okay, no, I'm slacking. <laughs> so it, it gave me like a mindset of like keeping, you know, keeping myself together, being in shape, being healthy. It's like I always remember, like, I should be able to do these type of things. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. So it doesn't let me get lazy. So I guess I can. I guess it translates to how I am now because I, I, I don't let me get lazy. I know that's like right. I always have to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is so important into our adulthood because I'll tell you, the older we get, the harder it is. We have to take care of our bodies. It's so important because without our health, what do we have? Right, your health is your wealth. Our health is our wealth. So, did music start for you in the drumline? Uh, no, well, I would say that's, it had, the drumline had more prominent, um, long-lasting effects on me, but, you know, everybody, you know, especially in the South, like, they came, you know, you went to choir and church, and, and those, you go into the church choir and the little school musical, you know, where they teaching you how to sing and your notes and stuff, they didn't have such a big impact as drumline did. When I got to drumline, that completely, uh, changed for me, I love the drum line. I remember I had to pick, and it was between the cymbals, and I, they had the uh, tenor drums. And the cymbals were heavy. Them cymbals are heavy. I don't know if people know that. They are heavy, heavy. And I was like, oh, and you know, you got to spin them up and down and twirl them around and clank them up and bang them up. Like, I, I knew I would have dropped it. So I was like, no, let me take the little drum. And even though it was, you know, the tenor drum is strapped to your chest. So I thought that was a little weird, but I went with it, and I loved it. I loved everything. And then over time, I was in the drum line. Over the course, like, two years, I went from, I did tenor, I did a little bit of bass. I learned how to play snare. I still follow my, um, I still follow my um, drum teacher to this day. Um, so it had a huge effect. I loved the drum line. I went to battle the bands. And, like, I was there every year. Like, I loved it. And, you know, it, you know, drum line, it, it impacts me now because, like, when I listen to beats to make music, I, first of all, as a consumer, I like songs with a good bass or a good beat because I, I wasn't, so I can, I can hear like the different, the different instruments in a beat. But like, okay, that's the snare, that's the, okay, this one, the turn will play and, and I hook onto that. So it does uh, help me pick out, you know, which beats I play. Um, so, yeah. Hearing? Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, I hear oh, you now. I don't know okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, oh, I'm sorry. I was saying, how many different instruments do you play? Um, uh, I don't play none now, but I played what tenor, snare. Like, I only did three. I only did like drums. Um, I mean, I used to play with a little flute. I didn't really take piano seriously. Um, but yeah, it was like that's also like drum was like my main thing. But that was me right there. Yeah, that is dope. So how, you know, through all everything that you did in your childhood, you know, growing up into your teenage years, how did all that develop into you wanting to do music, you know, and become your passion? You know what? It really didn't. It didn't, to be honest with you. Um, I got, pretty, somebody came to me uh, in 2020. Because uh, I felt like that was just, I had, when it, I had stopped going to school, I started working, and, you know, I, I guess I became an adult, became, you know, you know, doing, you know, stuff like that, and I kind of let that extra curriculum, that creative, excuse me, that creative side go. Yes. Uh, and I hate that, and I always reflect on that, like, oh, I used to do all these things, 
And I feel like a lot of us experience that, um, you know, we uh, dismiss our creativity or we stop doing what we like to do, our little hobbies or our little talent to do mundane stuff and go to work and clock in and da da da. And we forget that. So, unfortunately, I can even say that me doing that wanted me to get music in the future because once I stopped drumline, once I stopped doing this and stopped doing that, it just stopped. So, it really didn't. But I never forgot about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, what brought it back into your life? Okay, so I was, um, I was out in Vegas. This happened in 2020. I was out in Vegas, you know, doing my little model thing, um, modeling, doing photo shoots, posting them. I had a DJ uh, come in my DM, you know, whatever. I'm thinking of just giving like, you another guy, trying to, you know, whatever. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, I like your look, and yada, yada. I'm and he was like, have you ever thought about doing music? I was like, no, because to me, honestly, I used to tell myself, like, I wasn't talented. I used to tell my, my friends, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm talented, you know. And even if I was, even though I wasn't doing myself, like, I learned, I taught myself to do those things, you know. Um, but yeah, I was like, no, not really, whatever. He said, oh, well, I got a studio at my house. Why don't you come to my studio? Long story short, no, I'm trying to make it short. Uh, we're supposed to be working on this song. Why is it taking a year and a half to make a song? <laughs> I will go over there. I'm serious. I will go over there, and he'll play a beat. They, they have tons of beats. Uh, he had a logistic. He had his own room. Like, it wasn't no, like, studio in the closet or in the bathroom. Like, it was, a you know, a, a, a nice little, like, home studio. Um, I will go there. And he would try to get me to write, and I'm serious, nothing would come. I'm like, oh, yeah, see, I don't think this is, mm. well, you know, I don't think this is my pain. I'm going to need some writers. And um, 2020, right? Yeah, a whole year and a half, didn't make a song, it never came. And then I times with, oh, let me go to the studio. Oh, well, come at this time. And, you know, a bunch of BSing, okay, period. A bunch of BS stuff will go on, nothing ever happened. I kind of cut him off, like, this year, because, he was playing because I started messing around with him last year again, trying to get in the studio, trying to record a song, and it'll be somebody else there at the studio, or we'd be in the studio all night, you know, like talking and drinking yeah. and eating. It's just a bunch of BS, like, you know, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, and we never got a song, and my lyrics would never come. I'm serious. It would never come with him. But he did present me with the opportunity, like, he did. I'll, I'll give him that. He did present me with the opportunity to come to the studio. Uh, taught me some little DJ stuff, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it was introduced through him. Yeah. So, so, um, two, three years, like what, 2020, boom. So 20, like this, I think, and then he ended up moving to Hawaii. So like, yeah, I just like, for you say, oh, forget it now. Like, cause I didn't really, I guess I'm trying to say, I didn't believe in myself enough to try to find another producer or try to find another guy or, you know, whoever that can help me make this. Or, you know, I wasn't, the passion wasn't there. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and me being in the studio, me not coming up with the word, like, it just wasn't there for me. And then uh, this year, um, I was talking with my friend. I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish. I was making a song called Buffet. I'm like, I'm going to finish Buffet, and, you know, we're going to drop it next year in 2024. It's going to be Frank Anthem, and I still ain't wrote that song, okay? I don't wrote so many other songs since then. It's just I didn't want to let him, like, that bad experience stop me i'm like obviously if he could see something in me why can't i see it in myself why give up just because you had a bad experience right. with one person yes absolutely so I, went ahead, so I was i was like okay boom i got on beat stars and i started listening to beats to see you know what would come up and the words just started flowing i swear to god like even in the studio with him he had the good equipment had the good beat nothing would come mm. i promise you all of a sudden, by myself, I find beats, and then it came. And I just started writing because I did do a little bit of poetry. I've always been good at writing, like even in my classes, and I ended up failing them. But even my English, I've always been good at English, creative writing. I was in creative literature. I've always been a, a great, you know, a good writer. Yes. You know, in my eyes. So yeah, it's and I have to remember that. I'm like, no, you used to write. I used to write poetry. I'm good at. I'm good at interpreting things, and uh, no, no, like, no, like, I can write, and it just came by myself, so basically, beat stars, found some beats, uh, I met, I reached out to my homeboy, um, that I had met at some party, I knew he did, he was an engineer, I was, you know, I thought he was gonna be sky high, but 
I started paying him and I have a, I have my own little personal engineer and yeah, it's just that's how it started. So I got introduced from a guy, three years nothing happened and boom, I started doing everything by myself. It sounds like that he sparked that in you, but you really needed to do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I will give him, I'll give him that. He did present me the opportunity. Because imagine he, like, I don't think anybody else, oh, you want to come to the studio, you know? I, I sat in other people's studio sessions. I didn't care. <laughs> it was just so crazy how I, I just, I really didn't care. I'll listen, whatever, talk, eat it up, chop, smoke, whatever. And then, like, yeah, and then he came with that opportunity and, he told, he told me the people he knew and stuff like that. It's just like we could never make a song. So it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just wasting my time, like, hitting you up and whatever. So I gave it up, boom. And then now I'm here. I started doing everything on my own. Now I'm here. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, maybe without even realizing it, the chemistry wasn't all the way there with you and him working together, but he still, you know, sparked something in you to, you know, perhaps say, you know what, maybe this is something I want to try again or something I want to do. Do you still now work mainly by yourself outside of your engineer? Um, yeah, I do. I don't, yeah, because, like, you know, I have a lot of small following. Um, when I, like, even reaching out to other radio stations and stuff because right now okay so boom let me tell you what's going on right now so right now the little drop um I, I was just on my engineer last week and we're working on my next single that I'm gonna drop in January I'm trying to keep it on schedule um I want to be consistent with music because a lot of a lot of artists where I see the day fall and drop the ball at they don't work and now that's something I do do back when I dropped out of school I worked two three jobs okay and I didn't play I'll work one job I'll work seven days a week one job will be in the daytime uh, that's how I work at Walmart in the daytime. I work at Waffle House at night. So I put in the work. A lot of these artists don't have the work ethic. They'll drop a song once or twice a year. What is that? What is that? We're going to forget about you. It's like, oh, oh yeah, didn't you drop last year, like, one song, and you didn't even promote it? So um, I'm trying to be drop my music every eight to ten weeks and be on that schedule. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I want to build a team because that comes with, you know, it costs. You know, like, and I'm now as I'm, being a, as an artist trying to make my way up i'm seeing now like that's why they say you need all this money all this money because you gotta because you gotta pay these people and then those people you paying it costs their money yes. to promote you so like yes yeah, so you gotta throw your money in the pot so you gotta work so right now uh i'm just doing independent everything myself because like i say, i feel like i'm not trying to do my own heart but i have a strong work ethic so i can do a lot by myself before i try to reach out to have somebody else try to do you know like to do emails and emails and reach out. I could do that. I you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll do that. Now, I will say this. But I will say this. A lot of people, a lot of places or businesses, they don't really, they like to work from agent to agent. Does that make sense? They don't really work, talk directly with talent. Uh, I get that a lot with like modeling and acting and stuff. They don't really deal with talent much. They'll go find an agency that has the talent and then the, the agency will be the middle person. That's like the kind of only downfall of that. But I'm not gonna lie, I have a, my, my homegirl, she does my graphics for me, she's so good at it. Um, so I do have people supporting me, nonetheless. But as far as like a manager and a PR and all that, like, no, I'm starting all that. I feel like right now, I just need to focus on putting out content, doing my music and promoting my music, and we're gonna stick to that right now. Absolutely. And the- I'm not doing, and I'm not doing too heavy on promotion right now either because I haven't even dropped my Delulu video. So that's when I'm really gonna up the ante on the promotion when I do my Delulu video and do my bio. So I'm just, built, right now, I'm focused on building my catalog. With me by myself, I need to, I want to buy up too much that I can choose. So I need to build my catalog so when that time does come to try to get a manager or try to get a deal or whatever, try to market myself, I'm ready. Right, absolutely. And the positive side to doing everything yourself in the earlier stages is that you learn the business, which is important. That way you're not taken advantage of by people who may come into your life along your journey of music. You have to learn this music business because a lot of artists, they don't take the time to do that. There's so much to learn, and there's so many different ways to make money in this music industry besides just putting your music up on the digital platform. So that's where learning the business comes into play. So, you know, it's, there is a definitely a positive to side. I know it sometimes can become overwhelming when you're doing everything yourself. And like you said, it's an expensive business, but the upside to that is you're going to learn all the ins and out of the business, which you need to know as an artist. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. Cause like, yeah, these managers all here talking to five, 10 K to be the manager. And they don't even have connections. Like, you got to say, like, do you even got the connections to give me the, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. So, like, well, you pay him 5K, 
he getting you a show at the local bar. I could do that. I, I mean, could walk in a bar and, and ask, can I perform tonight? I mean, really, a, a no. manager is not supposed to charge you to manage you anyway. They make money when you make money. So if, if there's Yeah, a... on the back end. Exactly, on the back end. Right. On the back end. But a lot of these managers, they're taking advantage of the naivety of these artists. Like you said, me, I got a business degree, so like they can't really run too much you know, too much on me. I'm a, business, I'm a business woman before anything. Cause everything is business. I've been working doing business. Uh, before I got into the music, so like no, I would do I would do you know my research. But yeah, a lot of these measures I see when I'm looking, you know, just curious to see you know like who's who. And I look at art, other artists, you know, artists they be adding their managers like oh management contact management. I'm looking at the manager page. He's talking about okay, uh, uh monthly uh, manager p- packages five pay. I'm like huh, like you supposed to get paid on the back end, like what? Right, exactly. That sounds more like that. You know, if they're charging you a monthly fee, then that's maybe more of like a booking agent or a publicist. But a manager is not supposed to charge you monthly. So I'm glad that you're hip to that, and that also reflects back to like I said, you know, you learning the business and understanding, so you're not going to get taken advantage because there's a lot of people out here who are scamming these artists every single day. I hear about it all the time. I know, and I see it, and it's so easy because, you know, you know, you have a lot of artists that are eager beavers. I'll call them eager beavers. They try to get on, and they got to pay. Oh, how much? Okay, you go, you know, like, you're not even, can they even give you organic streams? Okay, you know what I'm saying? Um, a booking agent, I don't know, one just pissed me off yesterday because I'm trying to get a spot in for South by Southwest. And he's like, I'm trying to get the information. He ain't sent me the information or nothing. I'm like, you know what? I said, I can be my own damn booking agent. So I'm looking up venues and I, I'll just book it myself. Because like, I'm very impatient. I don't like waiting on nobody. It's like, no, if you ain't like, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't taking me seriously off the bat, I don't care if I'm not popular. Because a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these people want popular people. Yes. That's when they take you serious. And, you know, these are like, you, you know, like, and like, no, if you ain't trying to take me seriously off the bat, okay, then fuck you. Bye. Like, I'll book my own shows. I don't need no booking agent. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Because the industry has shifted so much. People are about clout. They really, like you said, they only want to work with people who are already popping rather than working with the artists that they could help to get popping. They're all about their clout chasers. And it's, it's degrading to the culture where it has shifted over the last several years. And I think a lot of that comes mm-hmm. from social media because people feel like they have to hold a certain standard and a certain image on social media which is slick corny to me because i've been in this before the instagram and the tiktok and all that like so i understand the groundwork getting out there in the streets and i'm glad that you're staying down and you're not letting them people you know like uh discourage you from doing what you want to do so has music now become a passion for you i love it now like i'm so excited i have rolling over like 10 songs i wish i could be recording all the time like i have i got the lyrics i got the beat ready um i have everything because you know a lot of these niggas they book studio time right they book studio time be uh, drinking smoking kicking laughing da, 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 da. the last 10 minutes of the session that's when you're trying to get some work in like no i don't play like i'm i come in there ready i got my i don't drink my water i don't warm up my voice i'm ready i got my lyrics down i know when i'm gonna say this at this time and what what i want to add i run ideas if i have to talk to him my engineer about any ideas or questions i may have or if i want his input i'll come in an hour before the session starts and we'll have that conversation like, i don't play so and yeah <laughs> it ain't like that no more you it ain't like that no more like back in the day back in the day they used to point at a motherfucker on the street and be like, hey, I'm going to turn you into a star. I think you got something. People ain't doing that nowadays. No. They want you to be already halfway there. Yes. If you ain't halfway there, well, you're on to the next. How yes. many, a, lot, a lot of these, a lot of these, I'm in, I've been in the same industry for a minute, modeling and getting, you know, video bits and stuff. And then they'd be like, okay, we're looking for a model, fat ass, big titties, must have 50K followers. Oh, must have at least 10k. Bio girls needed must have 15k. Like the clout is real. Like the popularity. Like you gotta build a platform. I'm just telling people they got kids now. I'm like, go ahead and and start they sit up now. So when they get grown, they don't have to get out the mud like we are. <laughs> like, I know that's trying right. Trying to get a platform and build followers. <laughs> like do it right now. Absolutely. So what is keeping you positive and motivated with all that craziness that's out here in the industry? Uh, you know what? Because this is what I asked myself. I asked myself, why not me? If it could be him, why not me? Mm. If it can be her, why not me? Yes. 
Yeah, like, it's like, okay, well, they can make it, I can make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's inspiring. That's how, like, you know, I'm going to bring up Sexy Red. Everybody gets her Sexy Red, she this, she that. It's inspiring to me because, according to societal standards, uh, this, like, her ain't supposed to make it. Yeah. And guess what? She made it. That's right. I don't care how how whack the lyrics are or whatever. She she made it. That's just right. Just by being herself. She didn't have to change her wig and take the glasses off. And she didn't have to do all that. And I love that. For girls like her, Slicky, uh, you know, Glorilla, all these other little girls that, you know, ain't so typical, you know, bad bitch. And I got to look like this and act like this and talk like that. You know, like this. You're, the, you're, the celebrity is dead. It's all about influence. And that's one thing, Sexy right? is influence. And she's relatable. And like you say, a lot of, like we were talking earlier, a lot of people go about these real names now and, and doing this because they want to be relatable. That's they right. want to be real. And thanks to social media, social media is such a blessing and a curse. It doesn't open up like, oh, like you rapping about this and that, but you a married man with four kids. Girl, you rapping about, you know, single ladies and you singing a song about, oh, girl, fuck these niggas, but you fucking a man every night. That's right. Uh huh. Like no, we want the real shit. That's, we want the real, like you know, like yeah, because we want the- that's what makes it relatable. People, like you said, when you know you're taking it back to like you know talking about sexy red and and Glorilla and Sukihana. Like when you just keep, not everybody's gonna appreciate the music they put out, and that's okay because we can't please everybody. But for their core fan base. They're going to appreciate them because they're keeping it true to themselves. They get so much flack on social media and don't care. And I love that about them. I love the fact that they're still doing their thing unapologetically. Right. And that's why I asked, okay, why not you? What's wrong with you? Nothing. Okay, let's get to it. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I look at it. So I'm excited. You know, like, you know, every every dog has a day. You know, everybody's going to get their day time to sign. Um, and I mean, you know why I'm excited? Because I haven't reached my peak yet. Yeah. Like, this is not my peak in life. This is not my peak in life. And it better not be. Because then he can, you know, he can go ahead and let me off the train now. Like, it just better not be my peak. <laughs> I'm playing. Like, this is not my peak. Like, I have not met it yet. I'm so excited. So, um, uh, that's what keeps me positive. Like, the future. I'm always in the future, you know, um, thinking futuristic. And, oh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm like, I'm excited. Absolutely. Most definitely. And so, you said that about maybe every two months or so, you're releasing a new record right now? Oh, uh, yeah. So, right now, I, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> like, no shade to them, like, no shade for the guy. But when you're a baby, they got babies, oh, I'm, I got an album. Huh? <laughs> like, who are, like, no. Why, no. No. Don't sit there and make a whole album. You ain't got the money to promote an entire work of art. Facts. You, you feel me? You ain't got the money for, oh, I got an album, and you ain't, like, we don't know you. We ain't never heard of you. You ain't got the money like that. No. So, I feel like singles doing my little business research, my marketable research, you know, that's why I, I was school for. Um, it's more marketable to uh, do singles. I agree. I agree. We no, I'm just going to drop in singles, drop in singles, drop in singles, you know, for a little while. I do have, like, a little EP I'm working on, low-key. But either, yeah, if you're going to do an EP, I can see an EP. Yes. But an album and all this and that, no. Like, I'm going to just keep it at singles and an EP. I should get by by one EP. We'll see. I haven't thought much deeper than that because we'll see how the singles go. But, yeah, I'm just doing single for single right now. I think you're doing it absolutely the right way. You know, when an artist is on the rise, when you are an independent artist on the rise, like you said, you know, about every two months is a good time frame to throw new music out there because eventually one of them songs that you throw out there is going to stick. And that's going to be the one that's going to take you to that next level. That's going to be the one that's going to bring all the attention back to you. And, you know, I, I sit down with so many independent artists. I love working with artists on the rise. And some of them, They'll talk about, oh, I'm putting a 15-song album. I'm like, bro, don't do that. Release those 15 songs as singles. Like, you're going you're gonna to hurt yourself more than help yourself by doing that. Like you just said, who's really checking for you, you know, at 15 songs? So a lot of them songs are going to get skipped. So I think you don't have the fan base for it. You don't have the fan base for it. You ain't going to, like, nobody's going to sit there and listen to, oh, this your first album and listen to all 15 of the songs. I know. Do, like, a little. Uh, people's attention span is short. Yes. That's why you have to be consistent and keep it short and sweet. Like you say, he's, um, they're hurting themselves doing that. And I just, like, giggle. I'm like, oh, okay, Al, okay, great. <laughs> okay. You got, you, got, you got the stack to promote that whole all 15 songs and promote the whole. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to put that much work, you're going to need even that much more money. Does that make sense? Like you got a whole album, you're going to need double the promotion. That's it's right. It's an album. Absolutely. Because you have to literally 
whatever amount of songs you have on that album, you have to be able to create a budget for each record on that album if you want to fully promote it. So why not drop them individually? And not all of them necessarily have to be a lead single, but their content that you're consistently putting out there because we're in a content era. Exactly. And even my little thing is I have lined up. I've I've done wrote pop songs because I listen to all genres. Uh, growing up, I was forced by my grandmother to listen to country music. She blasted it all through the house all day, every day. <laughs> I know every country song, but I can start singing it. I can't even control my mouth and, and not let it happen. Um, so I got, like, different types of songs. So I have to do singles because I'm so diverse with it. I'm not going to be just a rap or a hip-hop artist. Um I, I'm giving me a vocal coach. I'm learning how to sing so I can do my little R&B hip hop song uh, for next, you know, for next year. Um, well, for the year after that. But um, like, yeah, it's um, that's all I got going on. No, you're absolutely, you're doing everything the right way. Just, you know, the things that we've talked about, it sounds like you absolutely are doing everything in the order that you should be doing it. Oh, yeah. And I'm loving it. And you know what? I was saying to a lot of artists, especially new artists, like I'm brand new, brand new, uh, young grass up in it. And, um, you have to find your sound. You have to find your look. Um, so me just dropping singles, having different type of jobs, you know, like, you, like, even, like you said, you have to do a pop song. I may do all your rap songs and then my little pop song pop off. Okay, now I'm a pop artist. Okay, I guess I'll roll with that. <laughs> you gotta see. So what, you know, you gotta build a, build a, I have to, first of all, I gotta build myself as an artist first. Then once I have my own identity, I found my sound, fan base and everything, all that will come. You know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like just dropping singles is a lot easier for the artist. And it's a lot more like, okay, let me kind of write a song about this. Like, I don't write songs I don't even like. That, but I, I can write, you know what I'm saying? Just I may use it, I may use it as a, to, to submit it for a movie or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I just, I'm, right now, I'm just writing. But like, yeah, you got to discover your sound first. And then they talking about dropping a whole album. You know what I'm saying? It, look, Glorilla dropped her album. She had one album before she released. It went viral. And that's how she is now. She sounds totally different. She sounds a little different. I feel like her voice sounds a lot lighter. Um, But like, you got to find your sound. That's and then right. she dropped her, uh, you know, Fuck Nigga Free. Like, she sounded like that. And her first album, she don't sound like that. And that, like you said, absolutely, you have to find your sound, you know, and that's, that can take time because, you know, think about it historically, a lot of artists over time, they kind of switch up their sound and there's nothing wrong with that. They kind of like reintroduce themselves, you know, whether they change their name or they change their sound, um, they tap into other genres of music. And, you know, you said earlier, that's something you're interested in doing. What other genres would you want to tap into or are you interested in doing all of them at some point? Uh, I want to, I, I guess, you know what, I know this may sound like, okay, girl, but honestly, I really don't see myself in the box. I Like I said, I don't wrote my pop songs. I haven't wrote a country song yet. I don't wrote, like, hip-hop, hip-hop, pop, um, of course, rap. I done did some, um, a drill song. Like, yeah, like, I, I'm open to it all because I listen to all of it. Yeah. I listen to all of it, honestly. Like, I think the only thing I don't really listen to for real is classical, but I listen to, <laughs> Uh, to a lot of genres, and there's so many different genres being created now that I never heard of. So um, yeah, I'm just open. I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm willing to. This is my thing. I'm willing to try anything once. That's my motto in life. I will try anything once. If yes. it's some food I ain't never had, I'll pop. I'll, I'm like, I'll, I'll give a little tip real quick. <laughs> if it's something I've never seen before, I'll say, oh, let me pack my bags. Let me try. You know, I always try everything once. So I am open to any everything. I feel like, you know, I can accomplish it. I can accomplish it, you know? Absolutely. I love that. I love that attitude because I had seen a video on Instagram recently and there was a guy talking about don't say you can't do something until you've attempted to do it because, you know, people will see other people do stuff and they're like, oh, I can't do that. How do you know? You've never done it before, you know? So it's like you have to, you know, step out there sometimes on faith, take risk or like you said, try new foods. You don't know if you don't like it if you never tried it. So I love the fact that you're willing to give it a shot, you know, at least once and then figure out if it's for you or not for you oh yeah i live life on the crooked line <laughs> so like i <laughs> i I'm, I'm, I'm very exciting like i'm very adventurous um and like i said you know being an artist you want to have an extensive catalog 
right now there's so much that the competition is so sick out here. A lot of motherfuckers want to be on. Yes. There's, there's a million other bitches just like me. You know that? There's a lot of other rap bitches. I don't want to rap and I'm a female. Eh, eh, eh. You know, you have to have diversity. Yes. Okay, because a lot of bitches want to do this and want to do that. Just like you want to do this and want to do that. So you have to have an expensive catalog. You have to be very diverse. You got to know how to do A lot of these people, now, a lot of these artists, and I love seeing it, a lot of these motherfuckers are a triple threat. A lot of female artists, they can rap and sing and write and dance. And you have to do it all now because the competition is so stiff. Yes, that is big facts. You got to do it all. Absolutely. You have to do it all. And then, like we said, going back earlier, learning to do a lot of it for yourself. And then at some point in time, you're going to be able to bring people in to help you. But doing it yourself is going to, you know, teach you the ropes or whatever it is that you're pursuing. And music is it for you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk I about agree. this record, Delulu. Um, is this the most recent single that you've put out there on the digital platforms? Uh, yes, that is Dot Friday the 13th. Mm. Uh, yes, the Lulu. Uh, that was in the first song I wrote. The Lulu, the Lulu wasn't even supposed to come out first. But I had a little situation happen with a little former female friend. I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me just go ahead and jump. You know what? I'm going to drop the Lulu. Number one, that's one reason. And number two. Uh, I saw it, you know, have you seen, like, the Delulu memes? Like, oh, I'm Delulu by my man. Like, have you, have you seen them personally? I haven't. Oh, girl. So they be making, like, all these memes about it. And I just, <laughs> my hunger, oh, she Delulu, Delulu, Delulu. I'm like, Delulu, Delulu. Then I looked up the song. And I'm like, okay. Um, One TikTok dance went viral behind it. And then, um, uh, what was I saying? Um. I looked up some artists that did some Delulu songs, but, you know, no shade to them. Like, it wasn't given what the memes were given. I'm like, oh, okay, why'd you call this Delulu? Like, I don't know. But I was like, there wasn't, to me, there wasn't a song about what the memes were about or even, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? I can, I can write me a song about how bitches are delusional, but I did it from a different approach. I yeah. wrote Delulu from an approach of I'm that homegirl that's sick of hearing her shit and see, oh, girl, I'm done with him and she ain't. Oh, girl, well, we finna, he finna do this, he finna do He didn't. You didn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm mocking them. So uh, all the memes were like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, I'm the Lulu, but I'm in and I'm, my the Lulu will come to Lulu and da 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 Like, that's what they be saying. Or they'll be like, the, the Lulu is the Salulu and all this bullshit. So I was like, you know, fuck that. Like, no, we're not, we are, this is not a flick. So I made a song kind of mocking them in a way. But I didn't say that when I told my followers. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming for bitches on my first song. I'm sorry. I got to put a girl on. I'm coming. I'm coming hard. And you know what's so crazy? I have more men listen to that song just by my stack. I, I, I was shocked by that. I'm like, oh, did I really hurt the girls? Like, <laughs> you you <laughs> heard their feelings. <laughs> yeah, so they feel So, yeah, the Lulu came from, like, the memes and everything. So, yeah, I, I, I got that first because... I have seen, like, I have seen them, like, this happened in August when I started, like, recording everything. Um, and, uh, that had drama itself. But, um, that's why I didn't come out until October. It was coming out September. But I was like, okay, let me drop the Lulu while it's still kind of relevant. The Lulu is, you know, of course, short for delusional, but it came from K pop. It came from K pop, and it's been circling, like, you know, the social media, like, this year. It was, like, real heavy in the summertime. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, let's drop a, a, a Delulu song right now. Absolutely. So, like, and then, oh, my God. And then some, some, I forgot his name, some artist, him and DDG just dropped a song called Delulu to show. I'm like, really? And then Jeezy on Jeezy, no say, well, Jeezy got a song called Delusional. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, that's you. <laughs> right, exactly. That is crazy. Well, I'm glad that you, uh, you know, definitely put it out before them so you got that stamped, right? And All right. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and get into the record and check it out. Before we do, is there anything that you have coming up in the works? I know you said that there's an EP that's in the works is there any shows or anything that you have coming up that people can anticipate okay the ep the ep is a little little bit down the line um because uh, i gotta get my singing together first my you know because i haven't sung it so long so i got my vocal coach to be working and um because i need to come through with that with, with some real vocals um not no whispering and no singing rapping like some real vocals yeah um uh coyote ugly i have a single coyote ugly 
I'm going to drop it January 1st. I was going to do, like, maybe January 5th, but we're going to shoot for January 1st, maybe December 31st, but Coyote Ugly is in the works. I just recorded it with my engineer last week. Um, I got one more session to finish it up, and it'll be ready. Uh, that one, I'm coming for niggas and the bit. I'm coming for everybody. That one, uh, I'm coming for, that one's coming a little hard. It's not going to be too see like, like, the Lulu, and it ain't going to be like, uh-uh, like, Coyote Ugly is straight bar. Uh, my video and everything out will be out by then. The Lulu was like a little messy roller. I'm a fly, but I'm learning. Um, so Coyote Ugly is up next. I am um, booking shows for these. I'm going to start in L.A. and I'm going to go to like Bananas and some other places. Like I've been emailing people trying to find venues. And I'm going to start. This is like, you know, whoever be following me, whoever tries to follow me, like this is straight from the bottom. Like I'm coming straight bottom. Hell, I'll go to karaoke now. I don't care. I need to get like my, you know, performance skills, uh, get my catalog up. So when I do email people, I have an EPK and I can show where I perform. Like, it, it's starting now. So everything is starting now. I'm trying to get to South by Southwest by March because I'm going to have three singles out by then. I'm going to have the Lulu. I'm going to have Coyote Ugly and then Polly Pocket coming in April. So, um, yeah, like, I have a lot of stuff coming up. I still have to do the Lulu uh, uh, music video. I'm doing Coyote Ugly music video next month. So like yeah, I'm really gonna be that consistent artist, and I ain't playing around. Like I can't, I'm not gonna drop like, oh I'm gonna drop, you know, once this year. I won't drop again till June. Like we not playing that. Well, I have I already have my singles written, copyrighted. So people don't feel so don't even think about <laughs> trying to cop my shit, feel it, copyrighted. I know that's right. Uh, already lined up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they be they, they, hey, they will jack it with no. I've seen it with my own eyes. There's a producer saying Doja Cat jacked his uh Jack Creek the town red from him. Like they will do nothing. I think he did, but I'm just saying. Like this, I remember one guy came at Tory Lanez. Tory was in his comments on some DM me, DM me, and he paid him out. Like they will take the little these bigger artists and taking y'all shit. And, and putting it on day trip. Oh, yeah, they definitely will. So, Absolutely. And they, with no same. And they'll do it. And, and what you're going to do about it? Because most of the time, a lot of artists, they either don't, they being cheap and they don't have to, they don't want to pay the $85 fee to copyright their song. That's now, right. I will say, I will, I'm going to get them some game. Like, you can copyright and do a whole, a whole like, you can do up to 10 songs for $85. So that's why I have your stuff right now. And then if you have to change the lyrics, file an amendment. That's oh, well, right. at least you got most of it. At least you got most of it. <laughs> copyrighted, file an amendment. It don't take long. It Thanks. takes less than a month to get it copyrighted. So, yes, I have all my songs written, copyrighted, on schedule. I just have to get the content and everything done for it. But, yeah, I ain't playing. I ain't playing. I know that's right. Well, definitely you got everything in line. We are excited to see whatever else you have coming up in the near future. But we're about to go ahead and get into this record called Zalulu. Before we do that, anybody that's tuned in, listening, where can they follow you at on your social platforms? Oh, okay. So we, you're going to find me at my name with a little um, accent mark after the I. So it's M-I-K-I-A-L-A, Um, I'm on IG. Never been on Twitter. Never been on Twitter Never really got into it. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Facebook disabled me, but I feel I don't know why it's weird. So like right now I'm just on Instagram. I'm gonna start. I got. I'm gonna start uh, small. I'm on Instagram, but all my music and everything is on Spotify. Is on all platforms. But right now my main base is Instagram until further notice. Well, make sure you guys tune in and tap in with her. Follow her on all social platforms. Is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to? No. <laughs> no it's too early it's too early to say i don't know hey nothing wrong with that okay most definitely well listen it's been a pleasure to have you on here tonight but we're gonna go ahead and check out this record can you introduce it for us okay y'all this is my song the Lulu for these delusional ass bitches that you know you know and it's for the people that that don't have the heart in the in the you know like because i'm a little blunt you know these are for the people that ain't got the blood. You know, you want to play it and be passive-aggressive and play it for the, you know, your Delulu ass homegirl while y'all in the car or while you kicking it. Go ahead and just turn it up and don't say nothing, okay? <laughs> turn it up and don't say nothing. Look at it from the side of your eye. Like, yeah, so this is my song, Delulu. Let's get it. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to The Hype 87.3.
Girl, you said that nigga was gonna do this, he ain't did that, now he wanna do this, now he don't wanna do that. I mean, like, girl, like, then you said you was gonna start doing this, you ain't did that, so, like, girl, like, what, like, what, like, <laughs> what, 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 Every day, I just wanna scream and shout. That little, that little, bitch, you red, that little. 